Welcome to the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, 20 minutes or less of power-packed strategy to disrupt your thinking, elevate your mindset, and help you scale your sales online. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight-figure entrepreneur. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, guys. This is another episode of the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, and I am so excited to have with me Laura Casey. Hey, Laura. Hi, so grateful to be here. Thanks, Kelly. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you here, and it's perfect timing because you help people set and achieve intentional goals. And what a beautiful time, especially at the end of this crazy roller coaster ride that we've been on. Totally. What a beautiful time to be getting so intentional about really reframing where we're going and why we're going there so that we can accomplish things that matter. Right. It, yeah. It's a great time to hit the pause button and do this. So I'm really excited at the timing of our show. And I would love for you to start by just telling a little bit about your journey. And I would love to understand how did you get into the space of wanting to help people with this kind of idea of intentionality? And then obviously you create tools, which we'll talk about to help people be intentional about following through. But but what led you there? Let's talk first about that. I love that question. And it is always like a pinch me kind of thing. When I think back on my story, I think, how in the world? Help me? Because the real answer to that question is because I needed all of this. Because mm -hmm. I was not cultivating what matters. I was not living intentionally. I really didn't know how to. For me, um, for a lot of my life growing up, I was chasing instant gratification. I was chasing after the next big thing. I really felt like my work was my worth is what it came down to. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had a really struggling marriage in the beginning and I threw myself into my work. And it was right around the time that I'd started my first business, um, which was in event planning. And it's a whole nother story, but that led to lots of people asking me for business advice. And they saw that I was doing something new and different. I had a great event planning company. I had just started a wedding magazine with no experience. This is like, you know, back when, blogs first started yeah. and people yeah. say oh, you mean a blob like the movie blobs like no like a blog it's this thing on the internet where you like type in <laughs> words and people can read it yeah so <laughs> people weren't really like sharing their journeys or their lives back then but i was and um i was sharing thoughts on how i made things happen mm -hmm. that spun into Again, people asking me for consulting advice, which felt very strange at the time. I'm like, I don't know, you just do it. <laughs> you just get up and you take a risk. But I did formalize that over time into what's now known as the Making Things Happen Conference. Of course, we have our Power Sheets Intentional Goal Planner, which was created for women like me who really feel like there's so many priorities I could focus on, so many things that I feel like I need to do. Yeah, I can't do it all and do it well. So what am I supposed to focus on? So that in a nutshell is how I landed here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you know what? I always say that when you are kind of a consumer that needs what you create, yeah. you know, I look at every program that I've built, you know, in the company for business owners and it's based on my own experiences and what I felt was lacking and what I needed and, and didn't get as I was going through other things. And I feel like that gives you a substantial advantage in creating a superior product because you're creating something to fill a need that you clearly saw a gap in, right? Yes. So I don't think it's a bad thing at all that you felt like <laughs> that's what triggered it. Yeah. So I would love to talk about um, 
maybe you can give some tips or you can walk through a process that you lead people through of really narrowing down their goals. Because one of the biggest things I see is I think people set themselves up for failure because they set, you know, a hundred goals and then none of them happen. Right. And I think really narrowing into the intentional focus on a handful of goals that really matter to you and dedicating to that is huge. But I think like you said, it's like, there's so much that people want to accomplish. They feel pulled in so many different directions. So give us a little bit of you know, an exercise or a process that we can follow to narrow in and focus in on what really does matter with our goals. Yes. You know, I think I imagine that most people watching this right now, when you hear even that thought of narrowing things down, you're like, oh, no, no, that sounds stressful because uh, that's a big risk to take to let go of other things, or it feels impossible to let go of other things. Or you feel like if I just focus on the one thing, what's that going to call me to? What's that going to, what type of responsibility is that going to take to keep that up over time? So I'm just going to start with that, is that there's a lot of fear that goes into this. How do you combat that? You have to do two things. One of those things is particularly important after a year like this. I think we all just need time to process this year. So that is for us and using the process that we've outlined is a process of looking back at the year and going through strategic questioning to allow yourself a safe space to say, you know, this is what worked. This is what didn't work. These are the hard things of this year. And just allowing yourself time and space to be able to process and also to reframe this year. I think it can be so easy, especially in a year like this or really in any difficult season of life to only look back and see the hard things. And there certainly were, there was a barrage of hard things this year, right? But when we really sit down and look at things, I think we we are surprised by the good things. All right, so that's number one is you gotta kind of clear the decks. Number two is to look at the big picture. Mm-hmm. Look at the big picture. And when I say big picture, I mean like really, really big picture, knowing that we can't predict the future. We don't know where we're gonna be necessarily when we're say 80 or 90 or 100 years old. But I think we can very accurately answer questions like, where do I want to be at that age? Or what's not going to be important to me then? Now, that type of answer to the question, what's not going to be important to me when I'm, you know, in my older years, those are the types of answers that really help you to look at now and say, well, if that's not going to be important to me, if, you know, numbers of Instagram followers or what this person thinks of me or whatever it may be. If a clean, perfectly clean house is not going to be important to me when I am at that stage of life, what am I doing about it now? And that question always helps me to focus in and prioritize on the things that actually do matter now so that I can let go of all the rest. Love it. Love it. And how do you sniff out? And I think this is probably, it's so interesting because I think this is one of the most important times to to really be thinking about goals differently. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for people to develop self-awareness around false goals that they're setting for themselves because they feel like they should have that goal because other people in their space have that goal or other people that they know have that goal, or it seems like a lot of people around them are accomplishing that goal. And, and I think a lot of times that makes people crazy. It makes them number one feel like, and number two, it sets you up for just a string of disappointments and unhappiness. The main one being that even if you accomplish the goal, you're not going to be happy. Yeah because it wasn't a goal that was in alignment for you anyway. So how can we give people some ideas and strategies to eliminate goal setting around things that really don't 
enhance your life, like Mm -hmm. really aren't going to make you happy or make your life substantially better. Because I do think that creeps in a lot and especially in the entrepreneur space, Mm -hmm. like we got to let some stuff go, right? We got to really know what makes us happy versus setting a goal that might make someone else happy, right? Yep. Yeah. It's interesting. First of all, we're so on the same page. I feel that. I see that. I see that in thousands of women across the world and in myself too, is that uh, you got to be able to sniff those things out. Yeah. Um, I think something interesting about this year in particular is as much as so many things have been taken away from us this year, you know, life as we knew it, basically, uh, one thing has been given to us and that is perspective mm-hmm. uh, and perspective on the things that matter most. And, yeah. you know, I think we all have, if you, it's a hard thing to do. So I'm asking for people to take a challenge right now, but it's a hard thing to do to stop for a minute and remember a time when you really were faced with the brevity of life. Like the, in this year we were, and we don't like to think about that. You're probably like, Laura, don't talk about that. <laughs> but um, but when I think there are, there have been moments this year when I stop and I think, oh my gosh, here I've been worrying about all these things and I had all these things on this long to-do list and gosh, none of that actually matters. And mm-hmm. certainly there are responsibilities we have and things we can't cross off of our lists. So I can acknowledge that too. But I think we have to let ourselves go there for a minute and know that our days are numbered and we have to take mm-hmm. some of those things into consideration. Um, and then people aren't going to like this answer, but the real answer is you have to step away from the world for a minute. You just do. If you really want to listen in to the things that matter most, that are part of your unique assignment here on this earth, then you've got to step away from the noise. And for me, that means if I'm doing my power sheets and I'm and I'm doing this actually coming up next week, uh, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to literally cut off the internet yeah. for a while. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to let comparison creep in because essentially what you mentioned is comparison. We just have to put a big old block wall in front of us with yeah. that yeah. Uh, and then uh, get a little uncomfortable and listen in. Yeah, I totally agree. I always say you know, one of the best things I think I ever did for myself was like, probably, I don't remember exactly when it was, maybe three, four years ago. I literally like unsubscribed from everything, stopped looking at any competitors. I stopped following them. I stopped watching them. And literally, not only has my business just exploded because I'm not being distracted by ideas outside of following my own intuition, but just my happiness, my peace of mind. Mm. Like you just don't have that noise. Right. And I just think like it's so important, especially now. It's so easy to get taken down a rabbit hole of pursuing something that doesn't actually serve you. Mm -hmm. And I think anything you can do to kind of clear the decks, going back to what you said earlier, to really listen to yourself, your heart, your soul, your intuition, set goals that actually align with what is going to bring happiness in your life is so, so important and simplifying. So talk a little bit about uh, the power sheets, how these tools that you've created help people to simplify the goal setting process and actually be intentional about it, narrow it down, focus it down uh, so that they can actually have success. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. So it's interesting. Again, I I made this product because I needed it myself. And yeah. it's it's not about the product. It really is about the process within it. I can get really distracted. And um, a lot of people say to me, Laura, you know, you're the CEO of a goal setting company. You must drink a lot of coffee and you must be like a goal achieving machine. And I'm like, actually, I'm not. I don't drink coffee, first of all. And I don't like it. It makes me feel all wired and stuff. I know I'm crazy to say that, but um, 
I'm not a goal person, truly. I, I don't like the pressure of goals, traditional goals, much like you mentioned, there are so many shoulds in traditional goal yeah. setting. And so I needed a way to really sift through all the things that I had on my plate, all the responsibilities, everything from motherhood to my Facebook page to uh, my marriage, which is so important to me, my faith, which is the number one thing that's important to me. How do I how do I do it all? And the answer is you don't. We cannot do it all, yeah. do it well, but we can choose to cultivate what matters. So the process that's inside of PowerSheets is um, a three-step process. Number one is you do exactly what we just talked about together. You look at the big picture. You sift through the last year, extract some really good lessons from it in a really simple way, and then you're going to look at the big picture and say, okay, what is the legacy that I want to leave here on this earth? Um, what's going to matter long after I'm gone? How am I going to love the people around me? And I think foundational to not just the, the product itself, but really everything that we teach and in all of our free resources, and I'm sure you do the same thing as well, is then you got to do something to live it out. And yeah. for us, we know that all progress is imperfect progress. There's mm-hmm. no such mm-hmm. thing as perfect progress. I mean, even in your story, I read your book and I loved your book. Um, even your story, it's you yeah. don't just have this straight yeah. line towards a goal or something that matters to you. It's mm-hmm. not like this. Definitely not. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it definitely is not straight. That's, yeah. that's so straight. the power sheets give you a system to help you to celebrate little by little progress and to make, make progress in the things that matter. Yeah, definitely. So what would be kind of a couple pieces of advice that you would give business owners as they're looking at reflecting on this year, Mm -hmm. forward to next year, setting up to have a great year, a renewed sense of focus and energy Mm -hmm. and just excitement going into a new year? What would be some tips and strategies that you would give them that relate back to kind of the processes that you teach and how to cultivate what matters, right? Yes. Uh, My advice, my, I guess, word of caution really is that we're not going into the same world as before. A lot of people, you know, a lot of business strategists, they, they know this, that you can't just look at pre-COVID world or even look at the world we've been in this year. It really is a totally different economic and mm-hmm. emotional landscape that we're walking yeah. into for 2021. Yeah. And there are, of course, a lot of unknowns in that. I mean, even me saying that, no strategist can really predict no. what's going to happen moving forward. All yeah. that we know for sure is that you have to have your listening ears on. That, mm-hmm. that to me, is if there is one big piece of advice, is you've got to listen in a new way. Yes. So if you're setting goals, you cannot do the same things you've always done before. Mm-hmm. I personally feel like people need a whole lot more time to process this year than maybe they think they do. Mm-hmm. Or they just need to get ready to have a little cathartic cry, probably at some point. Sure. You sure. know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. get ready to pop the champagne on the end of the year. But give yourself a minute. Like, just give mm-hmm. yourself a minute. Now, here's why. It's like having a faulty foundation to a home. If you're going to walk into 2021 after the year we've just had as business owners, I mean, as a small business owner, this has been the craziest year, right? Um, It's been so challenging just to navigate the unknowns. Um, So don't do the same things you've always done. Have your listening ears on as it relates to serving the people that are in your care, whether it's customers, clients, whatever it may be, a team. Um, and then give yourself a little bit of extra time to put this year to bed instead yeah. of just saying dumpster fire, see you later. <laughs> a little bit of time to process everything. Yeah, that or to step what you that means experience. Walk, you, you know, and 
put some headphones in and pretend like you're talking to someone on the phone, but really talk to yourself about it. Whatever you need to do, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And and so finally, on a final note, because maybe we have some service-based business owners that may want to get into the product world and, and see what you're doing with your beautiful boxes and, and all of that, what would be just some tips and strategies that you would share around the do's and don'ts of, you know, being in this world that you're in here? Yeah, that's a great question. I think something that you probably know a whole lot about is that uh, product-based businesses are wonderful. They give you a touch point, a physical touch point into people's lives, which is actually why we started our shop in the first place. It was not a profit or a business decision. It was yeah. how do we get, we originally started yeah. with some prints and we said, how do we get this message into the sure homes of people more often than just once a year yeah. with our wedding magazine. Yeah. Um, so my first thing would be, do you really need a product? You know, mm -hmm. there's so mm -hmm. many different options, but if the product is the right thing for you, know that, uh, gosh, there's so much I could say, but know that economically that does have a cap, uh, yeah. that product-based businesses, obviously there's like a whole cycle of production and all those things and margins and cost of goods. It's a lot. It, I always say because I have, you know, giver courage is on the product side, obviously. Yeah. And then the yeah. coaching company, and I always say, you know, the, the coaching company is one one hundredth of the complexity. Yes. Of give her courage. Absolutely. Yeah. So those are my only things is that some people I think, think that a product is like the silver bullet to either reaching people with a great mission or whatever it may be, but you have to have a whole bigger strategy. You have to really be ready. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Well, this is beautiful stuff and amazing work that you're doing. And for everyone starting the year, if you need a way to get focused, get intentional, need some help with how to cultivate what matters in your business, Laura is your gal. Let's tell them where to go to learn more and what to do next. Absolutely. You're so kind to say that. Um, you can learn more and get your power sheets at cultivatewhatmatters.com. Thank you, Kelly. That was very Awesome. Fun. Another great episode. I hope you guys will take some time to really think about what matters to you going into the new year to give yourself some grace, some time to process and close out the year and to really think about how do you want to align yourself with goals that are going to matter to you, like Laura said earlier, in your legacy, in you know the, the world that as it looks like 5, 10, 15 years from now. So thank you so much for joining us on the show today, Laura. Great to have you and thanks everybody for tuning in. Have a great day. If you're loving the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show and have gotten any value out of it for your business or your life, would you mind doing two things for me? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their business online. And I would so appreciate and have so much gratitude to you if you could take that action for me. And subscribing is what gets you notified each time a new show gets released so you never miss a thing. Our listener reviews have helped us to climb into the top 15 of all marketing podcasts and we'd love your help to keep on climbing. Here's to our next 600 episodes. Episodes together. We so appreciate you and look forward to thousands more.